Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you with a very special episode of Drunk Gossip. It is the Met Gala Gossip Extravaganza. I know that's not actually what I titled this episode, but bear with me. Um, so the first Monday of May, every single year, there is the Met Gala. It's a shindig of... Celebrities coming together, raising money. I believe it benefits um, the Met, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, last year, um, right after the event, um, which was religious in theme, the Met actually had an exhibit featuring all of the... Um, the attire and whatnot. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal exhibit. And it, it stayed there for at least throughout the summer. I went back a few times to see it. <laughs> it was, along with being just a really great event, and like I said, I believe it really does raise money for the Met to keep it, help keep it open and um, support the art and whatnot. Um, but there's also the added benefit of all these celebrities being in one room, so you know there's going to be some drama and some gossip coming out. Um, and I'm assuming that later on in the week, we'll, we're going to get some some gossip and some blind items from tonight's event. Um, Anti-Lawyer usually sends an army of spies. Um, Blind Gossip usually has some stuff going on. So, what is it about this event that creates so much mystery? And why do so many celebs want to be part of it? Um... And, and that answer is, uh, basically, Anna Wintour puts it on every year. Um, she's always the co-chair, and she has a rotating, um, a rotating list of co-chairs with her. Um, we're going to talk more about one of those co-chairs in the next segment. Um, but... You know, anything Anna Wintour does, people fall all over themselves to be a part of. Uh, that's the reason why Kim Kardashian wanted so badly to be on the cover of Vogue. Because if you made the cover of Vogue, it meant you were a real celebrity. It meant you were somebody. And... Anna has made a lot of mistakes over the years. Um, It's widely believed that The Devil Wears Prada is um, based on the author's experience at Vogue. And Miranda Priestly is Anna Wintour, but as played by Meryl Streep. (laughs) 
But there's something to be said for her efficientness. And, you know, maybe she, maybe she's not the nicest person in the world. We've all gone through those days when we're not feeling it. But it's, it's nice to see that she actually cares about something and is striving to make sure that it gets fixed. Or, you know, you know, she sees a problem and she tries to fix it, even if people don't agree with her. So, for many, many years, um, she's been co-chairing this thing, this Met Gala. And there, are, as we're going to hear later on, there are really strict rules, um, mostly about smoking and selfies. Um, in the past, social media wasn't allowed, um, and she, and again, we'll, we'll talk about this later on, but it was always her talking about, you know, making sure that, um, the celebrities were safe. But as times have evolved, so has the Met Gala. But one thing is very, very consistent here. There's always some sort of drama that erupts. So, we are going to look into some of the biggest mysteries and scandals of the Met Gala. I'll be right back. And I'm back. So... One of the greatest, well, not one of the greatest mysteries, but one of the the more fun mysteries um, that deals with the least amount of drama. We're, we're going from least to most, by the way. Um, is whether or not Tom Brady actually likes um, the Met Gala. Now, you know, we've We've seen on social media that Nick Jonas adores this last year. He actually Instagrammed his journey from his um, his hotel room in the village to the Met Gala, which is on the Upper East Side. And it was a lot of fun. Um, And I really think that Nick Jonas is probably the only person who could um, get away with taking the subway in a tux. Um, But for his part, Tom Brady doesn't really um, do anything like that. Um, He... He'll talk about it and he'll... You know, he'll acknowledge that he's going, but very rarely does he put um, put things on social media or anything like that. So it it really does make people wonder if he likes to go, and it seems that not only does he like to go, 
but he loves it. He's gone um, something like nine times in the last 12 years or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure what happened the two times he didn't, or the few times he didn't go. Um, and he even recently, in 2017, served as Anna Winter's co-chair. Which is probably one of, if not the highest honor. And he gets a lot of hate, and trust me, Will is... When Will listens to this, I'm going to get a bunch of notes asking why I was talking about Tom Brady. <laughs> but um, his his wife Giselle said that he that Tom Brady is actually more into fashion than she is. Here's what she had to say: I've never in my life told him to wear anything. You should see our closets; it's so funny. I would say that he likes fashion more than I like fashion. I would say he's changed his haircut in one year more than I've changed in my entire life. And so, it's really expected that he's going to be at the 2019 Met Gala. And it's fully expected that it's going to be... Wonderful. Um, and if the pass is in the indication, he's probably going to be wearing something Tom Ford. Here's what he had to say. I like Tom Ford a lot because it's so classic and has great quality. I also wear a lot of rag and bone. He most recently wore... Um, Tom Ford in 2017. So, I don't know what this Ryan Bone is. I, I, I'm a little bit scared to look it up. But, for the most part, Tom Brady loves going. He and Anna Wintour actually seem to be friends. Or as close to friends as Anna Wintour will allow you to be. Um, And I, I really, I'm really going to go out on a limb here and say that with this year's thing, which we're going to discuss in a little bit later, um, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to see a lot of people having. Um, fun, not only fun, but just really enjoying themselves with this theme. A lot of designers probably are are going all out for it. So I'm wondering what Tom is going to be wearing. I'm also wondering if I can go and come right back. And I'm back. So one of the things about going to the Met Gala is... You are bound to run into your ex. We all know celebrities like dating within this almost incestuous pool where you've 
either dated or are dating someone that a friend or former friend or enemy has dated. And it's just grounds for a really, really, really over-the-top over-the-top encounters and just honestly it leaves you wondering what the actual fuck um you know one romance actually started there which we'll talk about that later um y'all know who it is you hear what Mandy's screaming um But, you know, um, in 2018, um, Diddy and, um, P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever the hell he's calling himself nowadays, ran into his ex-girlfriend, Cassie. Uh, I'm sorry. He ran into his ex-girlfriend, Jennifer Lopez. And his girlfriend, Cassie, had some questions because they they were chatting it up and were being very... um, Insiders said that they were looking very, very flirty with one another. Now, since they're both in other relationships... It's not clear as to why um, Cassie would be jealous, other than the fact that, you know, her boyfriend is perhaps flirting with another woman. But that, uh, that actually didn't seem to be the big issue. It almost seems as if, and there were, I remember there were a ton of blind items that came out about this. Um, We may have actually discussed at least one of the blinds. Um, I'd have to go back and listen around this time last year. That had suggested that Jennifer Lopez was not as happy with Alexander Rodriguez as she had led everyone to believe she was and that um, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, whatever he calls himself was actually the love of her life. We all remember that they dated um, and their the relationship actually only exploded um, when there was a gun controversy surrounding uh, P. Diddy. And it to be honest, um, I don't remember much of that. I don't remember much of that controversy, but it did make you kind of wonder if that hadn't happened, would they still be together? If that hadn't happened, would we be seeing a whole different type of 
J-Lo right now. Um, and so that, I think, is the reason why Cassie would be jealous and would want some answers. But on the other hand... At some point, you have to learn to trust your partner. Even if you did date a notorious man-eater like Jennifer Lopez, um, they haven't been together in years. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think they broke up in 2001. So it's almost 20 years, if not 20 years. So, maybe he's earned a little trust at this point. And maybe I've earned a little break, so I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, we all remember Swiddleson, or whatever their couple name was. Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston. They... Their romance actually began while Taylor Swift was still dating Kelvin Harris. Love triangle. Now, of course, there are rumors about Kelvin Harris. um, And at that time, they were kind of at their peak. Um, The rumors being that he was gay. Um, uh, I forgot what tabloid it was. Maybe the sun... Um, one that's not necessarily reputable, um, but they claimed to have seen pictures of Kelvin Harris engaging in sexual relations with another guy, um, and then there was, and then there were rumors that he was cheating on Taylor, there were rumors that Taylor was cheating on him, it was a big old mess. So, as Taylor does, she um, she had a new CD coming out. No, I'm sorry, she didn't have a new CD coming out. Um, sometimes it's she's just so inescapable. You you get confused. Uh, this is at the 2016 Met Gala. Um, and she was really just trying to be one of the cool kids. Um, the weekend was performing, and she grabbed Tom Hiddleston and said, "Let's dance." And of course, he did. He danced with her. And this, of course. A lot of people believe that this was a PR um, setup. Um, most people, most blogs have at least covered um, the gay rumors about Taylor Swift. Um, according to Crazy Days and Nights, at some point, Taylor Swift and Carly Klaus were lovers, and um, Carly wanted to come out. Taylor didn't. So they broke up. It was a very bitter breakup. 
And allegedly that's why Carly married um, the Lester Kushner. I don't remember his name. <laughs> um, but anyways... So, this was supposed to be a test, a chemistry test between Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston. Tom, for his part, was already the internet's boyfriend. People loved him. You know, they, girls wanted to date him. Well, I should say girls and gay boys wanted to date him. Men and lesbians wanted to grab a beer with him, or straight men, sorry. Straight men and lesbians wanted to grab a beer with him. And it seemed like he was on the verge of a very big career. He was up for the role of Bond. And then this insane romance happened. And the height of that was him wearing an I Love T-Swift t-shirt in the ocean with her on his shoulders it was a photo a stage photo op if there ever was one and the origin ladies the origins are traced back to the Met Gala and here's what he had to say about how this all started this is from Tom Hiddleston I was on a table with Taylor Swift in the weekend was playing and she said, the thing about these parties is nobody gets up to dance and you're making music. She, as a musician, was like, we've got to dance for the weekend. So we got up and we danced. I didn't know it was going to ping around the world, but it's all good. Obviously, it's not all good because that relationship blew up in an extraordinary fashion. Um, Hiddleston is no longer up for the role of Bond. Um, Taylor Swift, for her part, has moved on and is dating a new Instagram model or something. I, I really don't know what that boy does. He's cute. He's very, very cute. I just don't know what it is he's supposed to do. Um, and Tom Hiddleston is starting to win back his title of Internet Boyfriend. And I'm really wondering what he thinks of the Megala now. Like, would he go back? Or does he avoid it like the plague? Maybe we'll get an answer to that question one day. But for now, I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, obviously... This is a little bit longer episode than normal. Uh, That's because I thought you guys would really enjoy this trip down the memory lane of the Met Gala. And I really love it. Like, there's a part of me that wants to um, write either with the Met Gala being the centerpiece of the story or a launch pad for a greater story. Kind of like Ocean's 8, but maybe not a heist. Or maybe a heist, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not a heist. Um, and this comes... This one... This story comes to us as sort of a blind item. There's a documentary called The First Monday in May. 
it's all about making sure that or, or not making sure it's all about how everything comes together it's really really fascinating and you know it's I, I don't even know how else to describe it to be honest it's just so good um Basically, what happens is there's a, a mysterious man in the movie. His name is Blurred Out, and Anna Wintour is confused because she didn't think that this dude was coming. And they said, that, you know, her assistant says, "Oh, he decided at the last minute." And so, what we learn is. Afterwards, he actually calls Anna Wintour to complain about his seating. So, here's what an unnamed socialite says. There are no bad seats in that room. It's the Oscars of New York. When you turn around and you see Kanye at one side and Taylor Swift and every celebrity you've ever heard of every time you turn your head, it's hard to be disappointed. But Anna Winter told Stephen Colbert, who was also there, it's been a lot of recovery time and wondering who's upset about where they sat and what went wrong and what went right. And, um, you know, and <laughs> there's kind of a little dig at Josh Hartnett in there too because um, they're looking at the, the table placings. And they see Josh Hartnett, and Anna Winter asks, what has he done lately? And so, it, you know, I really don't know who this is. It could literally be any number of people. Um, for this one, it kind of... Um, it kind of um, it could be just about anyone for the hell of it I'm just going to throw out Channing Tatum's name um, mostly because he doesn't seem like the type of dude who would complain about where he was sitting or anything like that. Really, he doesn't. But without any kind of substantial clues or anything, um, I just don't have a better guess. And after seeing his girlfriend, Jesse J, posting that Instagram picture of him buck-ass naked, he seems to be permanent permeating um, the mainstream again. You know, he kind of went... He kind of went in, into hiding for a little while. Um, especially after his divorce from, um, from his wife. 
obviously. Really, I can't think of her name. I'm going to be 100% honest. I knew it was Jenna. I just couldn't figure out her last name. Um, anyway. I'm trying to think. Another, if, if we're looking just specifically at douchebag who would complain, it could very well be uh, someone like Josh Berlin. Uh, who is known to complain about everything. Um, James Woods. Although I don't know. He might be on the banned list. One of the things I found out here. And this was just completely epic. Is. Donald Trump is actually banned. From attending the Met Gala. And hopefully, by the time the Met Gala rolls around next year, I'll know why, and I can, I can let you know in, in, the, in that episode. But right now, I don't know why. I didn't get a chance to do much digging on that. But I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. And for this last segment, I really wanted to talk about the infamous elevator fight. Y'all know we can't talk about the Met Gala without talking about Solange beating the shit out of Jay-Z while Beyonce sat there watching and not saying a word. That was the most epic thing ever. Um, Seriously, though. So... Basically, this is what happened. They were in the standard hotel. They were, they were coming down. And... Something... Something set Solange off. And she just went in on Jay-Z. Um, obviously, the hotels in New York have cameras all around, including in the elevator. So when you're trying to get frisky in an elevator, just remember that. Um, seriously though, um, that video footage was leaked. And a major scandal started to erupt. So what caused this? We still don't know for sure. But it is widely believed that Jay-Z was cheating on Beyonce with fashion designer Rachel Roy. Not to be confused with Chipper Chipmunk Rachel Ray, which actually happened when this whole story started um, coming out and Rachel Ray was getting a bunch of threads and Rachel Ray was like, um, guys... Not me, not me, sorry. Um, and, and even then when she apologized, I'm like, why, why are you apologizing for people threatening you? I don't get it. Um, but, so, um, it, is, it is really believed that Jay-Z and Rachel Roy had either recently hooked up or Beyonce found um, some sort of text messages. And 
this whole thing kind of blew up in a in a big way. So what what actually eventually came of this was Beyonce worked on Lemonade which confirmed that Jay-Z cheated and we only got a little bit of a clue quote unquote Becky with the good hair as to who the mistress was now there's a meme that on Facebook that I'm sure we've all seen and if you haven't you will see it I promise you um, that meme says you know you don't get to say after sharing all this shit you don't get to say oh you know I don't want to talk about it right now we're on season 3 episode 2 you, you owe it to us to tell us what happened and honestly it's it, it's funny because it's true because I, I hate when people are like oh this happened this happened this happened and then they're like mm, no we don't want to talk about it Mm-mm, no I'm invested I want to know I need to know what happens here <laughs> so Um, Jay-Z has admitted to cheating. He has not said with whom. And, you know, I guess technically that's his right. It just pisses me off because we've been so invested in this. Um, He has... uh, Apparently they've either worked through the issues or they've come to some sort of agreement as to what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. I would think not not acceptable would include banging someone else while you're married, but, you know, I'm a little bit old-fashioned that way. (laughs) And, you know, for her part, Beyonce really, uh, outside of the lemonade and venting her anger and frustration with, with the situation... She's really not said very much about the whole thing. Um, in fact, um, outside of the Becky with the good hair uh, comment, and I, I don't even know what song it's in, to be honest, she has, for the most part, shied away from, from speaking about it. And instead, went the Wendy Williams route and just says, my marriage is great. You know, we have these... We, we're t- trying to take care of our kids. Yada, yada, yada. And they, they recently um, put out an album together, which is all decent enough, but um, I don't think it was quite the massive hit that they were expecting it to be. Especially when you have... Queen B and Jay-Z. And, you know, cheating rumors still dog Jay-Z to this day. And... Beyonce is just Beyonce. She's beloved by so many. 
And speaking of being beloved, I need to go and get some work done. Some other work done, I should say. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. I hope you enjoyed this special Met Gala episode. As always, um, let me know what you think. At author Ed A on Twitter, at author Ed Anderson on Instagram and Facebook. Drop me a line and tell me what you think. And until next time, cheers.